When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, it's hump day. Surprise. Lori and Julia here on this wet Wednesday at MyTalk 1071. We're streaming at MyTalk1071.com. We're also on the MyTalk app. We're making our way through. There is a frost advisory in effect tonight to cover your plants. Cover Holly, your eyes. I'm deeply cover offended. Your bod. I'm just deeply offended at this <laughs> on the 9th of September that there would be a frost warning. Yeah. I, I don't like it. No. I don't like it. My plants like look so, my pots look so pretty. And you need to enjoy the beauty for, I mean, we usually don't get frost until at least like a month from now, right? Yes, we're... We're having the end of October weather. But it's classic 2020 behavior. If there is a way to be screwed, no matter what it is, it will happen. It is happening. Okay, so we were talking about you were giving the little um, Lily uh, Allen and David Harbour getting yes, married. by Elvis in Vegas. At this chapel. So I get, you know, how rarely, Julia, I mean, I look through the email. Did you really look through it? Because I'll today, be shocked. Today. Well, you didn't find out what we were doing. <laughs> no, I never got that far down. There were that many. But I get get this email okay. from this lady named Brooke. And she just says, I would love it if you would take a look at this. And it was called Pop-Up Weddings. Oh, okay. And I thought, I yeah, all right. Anything to do with weddings, you know, I love I just love a wedding. I love yes, all of that. So anyway, um, and I had just finished reading the Lily Allen and David Harbour story, just about the kind of the history behind this Graceland Chapel in Las Vegas. It's been there for 70 years, even though an Elvis didn't marry anybody till 1977. But okay. Bon Jovi got married there. Did he really? Johnny Depp got married there once. So Jonas, the did time- he get married there? He didn't do that chapel, but okay. it was just kind of, it was just, looked like David and Lily and just a few other people. And it was, so anyway, and then I get this email because I'm kind of going back and forth between like the Daily Mail and my emails. So I'm not suffering too much. You know, I want to look at yes, gossip I and I don't really want to go through the emails. But so I, I thought, oh, what is this pop up weddings? So this woman for 12 years was like a wedding event coordinator. Sure. Working with brides, like a wedding planner. Okay. Okay, so she, you've seen everything. If you've done 12 years of event planning, wedding planning. In Vegas. Planning. No, here oh, in here. Minnesota. Okay. Here in Minnesota. And she said the thing that stuck with her was that um, the most fun evening is usually the rehearsal dinner the night before. 
the smaller I gathering agree. with totally. your family, with just your family and core group of yep. people that that and there's no stress, there's right. no whatever. And so she thought, what if I came up with an idea for people who really just want to have the like, groom's dinner? Yeah, basically a <laughs> rehearsal dinner, but have it be the wedding and have somebody take care of it for you. So and of course, with COVID now, I bet her business might be booming, but she works with three places, mm-hmm. Nicollet Island Inn pinstripes and windows on minnesota okay yep and between forty five hundred dollars and forty nine hundred it's a reset it's a wedding and a reception for 30 people they get the officiant they do all the decor they do the flowers for the bride and the groom they do the photos the video there's small cake and champagne there's music for the 15 minute reception and for the 90 minute ceremony for like, you know, $4,900. 15-minute ceremony and 90-minute reception. reception. Yeah. Yes. For That's 30, a great deal. And everything is thought of for you. And then if you're somebody who doesn't want to have the big hoopla, and right. Course, right now you can't really have a big hoopla. I was so impressed with this business. You could go on and pick dates. It was like super easy. And if you needed to upgrade things. But I thought this would be a really good way of getting married it during the time of COVID and for getting married for people who don't want to stress out over and don't want to pay too much money and don't want to spend thirty five thousand right. dollars on a wedding because you can still wear your dress you can still show up however you want you can still feel special yes I like the idealer I know I'm it. gonna plan my wedding right now do it Julia yes. I want you to have a pop up wedding marry. at the Nicollet Island Inn maybe it would just be a chef surprise whoever maybe. wants to get married shows up like they did at the Mall of America all those years ago but i mean isn't that just kind of a just a great simple and they and you say oh i like these color i mean they pick out all that crap because that was one of the things as a bride i hated picking out all the little details because i had two big weddings yes before i had a simple backyard barbecue and a wedding at the justice of the peace you know you know, some I, I'm thinking about it, okay, because there was a lot of. It just happens some point. It feels like when you get married that first time, you're younger and everything is so bloody important, right? That that was incredible stress, but yet you wanted to be involved in every step of it. Yeah. So I don't know, but, but if you were like an introvert or you're somebody that you really have a small group of family i mean it's it's just a pop-up wedding it's a pop-up wedding and everything is done in two hours and everybody goodbye goodbye i'm going on my honeymoon or i'm going to a hotel or you know see you later see you going on the couch and watching netflix bye whatever Mm -hmm. but i mean kind of i don't know and i do think about that like um with uh like casey's son um we had such a fun rehearsal dinner at the fort snelling I Officers know. Club. I never made it. Because you were taking your dad to the hospital yes. or whatever. But it was a really fun evening. And yeah. when you got there for the end, you, you did you miss the singing? No, at the very end, I saw a little bit. Oh, my poor daddy. The singing. He cut his ear open. Yeah. But we had fun even though everyone you did, had, Well, of course everyone had fun. Yeah. And we but had, it's casual. It's, it was casual and it was just, mm-hmm. there was no stress. And the only stressful thing was when the like 11-year-old kid... Started a fire. Started a fire on a table in a low mm-hmm. ceiling room. Yeah. <laughs> Details. Details. Yeah. But you're but you're right. I think there might be something to it. It's just it anyway, ha- go to popupweddings.com. Pop it's on idea. Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. I was just very impressed with the whole idea because and even now I would think with COVID, because so many 
people are not wanting to no. have anything big anyway. And people don't want to go to anything big. Yes. They want to protect themselves and it gives, you know. Yeah. Anyway. I, all right. I like Brooke, the idea. Uh, Brooke, we're impressed with your business. And then. Uh, you know who you are. Yes, yeah, she does know who she is. Longtime listener. First time. First time caller. caller. That's right. First time. First time being talked about on my talk. That's right. Yeah. And then uh, our guy, Julia Forrest Fenn, the guy who hid the treasure chest. He He passed away in his sleep in Santa Fe in his home. I'm so glad the treasure was found because it was 10 years that he planted that treasure trying to... People yeah. were trying to find it. Yeah, Holly posted a great story about him. But uh, yeah, Forrest Fenn, he was 90. And like you said, he hid the loot 10 years ago mm-hmm. in the Rocky Mountains. And he packed and repacked that bronze treasure chest starting at 70, then buried it at 80. It was found. Ten, he had turned 90. Yes. And, and now he's passed away. But he had go, he packed gold dust, rare gold coins, gold nuggets, Pre-Columbian animal figures went in, uh, mirrors of hammered gold, ancient Chinese faces carved from jade and antique rubies. Wow. I mean, antique jewelry with rubies and diamonds. Uh-huh. I mean, he, he kept adding to the treasure I love chest, that. which I guess I didn't really know. I mean, people quit their jobs, but he did not want to identify the guy who found it. Well, yeah, because he has literal uh, treasure chest. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? I think right now that would be kind of... They had a pirate um, scavenger hunt here a couple weekends ago, and mm-hmm. it sold out right away. It was some company from Florida that does this. Right. It sold out right away. But I think a scavenger hunt, because you limited the number of people in groups and everything, would be so much fun. I love scavenger hunts. Maybe that'll be Project Down and Dirty. The scavenger hunt. Lori's... All right, so Holly, Lori's already freaking out. Yeah, I'm already She's freaking already out. Talked to Brooke today, like... Am I going to have to perform? Am I going to have to sing? I, I was just trying to impress upon the bosses that their people that are on the air yeah. are exhausted yeah. and worn and so out from not everything. Just the rest of the world is exhausted. exhausted. But I mean, we're really exhausted. So if we're going to have to like really tap into wells of creative juices. Lori's our tap. She wants them all to know. Lori's our well. tap. She's quitting ahead yeah. of time. Lori already quit. No, I, I'm speaking for all of us. Everybody on air. because The just creative think, wells have been... We're, we're, we're at E right now. Is that what you're saying? We're at empty, and so I want them to be kind and gentle They're with us. Like a yeah. Zoom type of situation or Last year, that was lovely. The you arts. You did nothing. I, it was so great. I know. You did yeah. nothing. I did everything. I know. I know how you roll. All right. We got to go. We know the ones that Lori likes. I know. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is Wednesday, September 9th, and Jane Fonda has been everywhere. Love her. Do we all just kind of love her? Yes. Love her. And she is, she was on Seth Meyers last night. She uh, was on with Andy Cohen doing like a virtual town hall. And then Al Roker sat down with her and she has a new book out um, called, what can I do? My path, my path from climate despair to action. And, you know, she has been, an activist for such a long time but she on her 82nd birthday last year she had a party at her house in LA Roseanne Arquette Gloria Steinem all these people but she was just kind of in despair 
And so this was just kind of because she's, you know, as she's, I think she told Andy, you know, she said, I am a seriously older person now because she's. And she's given up sex forever. That's yeah, what she said. She's no longer she's interested. done with that. But anyway, here's Al Roker just catching up with her about this book and okay. how it came on and the activism and, and also the final season of uh, Grace and Frankie. She has graced the silver screen for decades. An Oscar award-winning actress and fitness guru, Jane Fonda is a Hollywood icon. But she says her greatest role and passion come from another place. At this point, do you see yourself more as an activist who's an actor or an actor who's an activist? Well, ever since 1970, I've seen myself as an activist who's an actor. And then there was a period of time when they overlapped, which was my happiest time. Especially at my age, you know, acting is like, am I going to get another job? But activism is there. I live and breathe and sleep and eat it. Fonda was a prominent protester of the Vietnam War and an ally of the social justice movement. But she says she wants her legacy to be her dedication to the climate crisis. Last fall, taking her message directly to Washington, D.C., demanding action from the government with weekly Fire Drill Fridays, rallies on Capitol Hill to raise awareness of climate change. We must stop burning fossil fuels. Because we have, I mean, we know this, we have 10 years to cut emissions in half. I mean, we are on a, that's a scientific fact, we're on the countdown. Yeah, we are. And And you can see some climate change things happening in the West because have you seen some of those photographs? And Jane Fonda would maintain that COVID-19 and the proliferation of pandemics and uh, animal-born disease that's going to humans because as bats and different things are losing their territory, they mm-hmm. get there's so she would say that, you know, pandemics are also part of climate change because as things that it's a warning. Right. If you will, as, as disease carrying animals and insects, you know, move into new areas populated with humans sure. and other animals. That's how it happens. So let's play the second cut from Al. Now, in her new book, What Can I Do?, she's got simple steps in growing the movement from simple awareness into activism. It's a call to action for how you can get involved. I think that the majority of people know that there's a climate crisis and understand that it's human caused. They don't maybe enough understand the urgency. Science tells us we have a little under 10 years left to cut our fossil fuel uh, emissions in half. With fires devastating the West as multiple hurricanes slam the South and record temperatures torch the East, the world's climate is capturing headlines now more than ever before. It's why I wrote the book. This is all hands on deck moment, no matter who. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Who was elected in November? The day after the elections, we have to roll up our sleeves and demand of them that they do right by the future. And and she talked about how she was just really in despair. Like, I'm now 82. Right. You know, I'm going to be 82. How can I, you know, do anything? And it was it was the fact that she's got grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Right. And she was like, if I, if I could figure out a way to participate, and then she got involved with Fire Drill Fridays, got arrested five times, she said the despair started to lift because she felt... Like she was doing something. And she has a huge celebrity platform. Yeah. And uh, they're now doing the Fire Drill Fridays virtually, but like last Friday, 750,000 people participated on all the platforms. Mm -hmm. And and the Fire Drill Fridays do what? It's to raise, to demand change that we get. Yes, that we get Mm -hmm. the legislation and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And she kind of holds like a virtual. Uh, town, she does like a town hall sure. and she just chats with different sure. people. So she's she's just, I don't know, she's really, this book sounds really good. And she's just like every chapter ends with here's uh, two simple things you can do or one simple thing about this. Right. You know, and like for her, she said, I'm 82 or 83. I'm not going to buy anything anymore. Remember that, that, was her that thing. red yep. coat? Yep. She got Sam Watterson, her co-star on uh Frankie. Grace and Frankie to demonstrate and he got arrested like on his 80th yeah. birthday and he is a kind of a conservative guy but very concerned about the climate and she just talked him into just doing it once and you know he got himself arrested so let's play the last one the longest running show in Netflix history had to shut down while filming its seventh and final season COVID interrupted filming the final season do you think you're going to be able to go back? We're going to go back third week of January. And, um, you know, all of the leads are older, so they've taken extra precautions. Are you going to miss uh, th- this show? I will. I will for all kinds of reasons. I love everybody. We're all very close. It's a happy set. I love Lily. When I don't see her on a regular basis, I need a fix. It's also a steady job. I mean, it's always nice to know where your income is coming from. I love it, Jane. I know. Like, I know it, I'm I know sure it. that's a big concern, but I, I. But there's purpose, and I think that's the thing. There's purpose, and she needed more meaning in her life. And for her, and she, how can I do something that right. that right now? And I think that she had read how she kind of got involved with it was that there were young people that were going, where are the older activists? Where are right. older people? And she, when she heard that, she's like, yeah, you're right. We, I can do that. Uh, we can do this. Right. And older people can be activists. And so anyway, she's just kind of been everywhere. But um, she, she's quite lovely. She, she really, really is. And it's a good lesson for everybody. Yep. I mean, action and purpose. I yep. mean, that's what Danny Butner says with Blue Zone. Mm-hmm. We need a purpose. All right. What's the Are you shaking your Moroccos oh. and your tambourines, everybody? We are all living the... Holly's over yeah, there I'm doing the shimmy. loca. <laughs> I know you do just want to start shaking your tambourines. There you go. <laughs> your boba tambourines, Julia.
my boobas, my boobas, <laughs> my yabos, oh, my breasts. Uh huh. Let's shake them. It is so. I mean, uh, that is like if I could just have oh, great boobs for one day, is like the best. That would be yeah. one of the it things that I would be doing fun. with them. You yeah. just walk down the hall and just, just start yeah, shimmy. Just shimmy or, I mean, I remember when one the song this like time. shimmy, shimmy, coca pop. Yeah. Shimmy, yeah. Just, it's good. Okay, so I have to tell you guys something. All right, so what was the name? Because the woman that owns Pop-Up Bridal, Brides. Pop-Up Weddings. Yes, that M-N. Is the website, Pop-Up Weddings M-N. M-N. Yes, Brooke. Brooke, she just called us. Okay, so. Um, I'm glad she was listening. I'm, hi, Brooke. Thank you. And if we have any other first-time listeners today, feel free to call us and tell us about <laughs> how you heard about us. 651-641-1071. Okay, so I am so late to the game, like two years. Or a year. Um, watching the crown, the oh. crown three. Yeah. Just a year. I, just yeah, a year. Started, not even a year. It was I, last November it was just when last everything November. was rosy, kind of pretty much. Everything was yeah. every day before yeah. the middle of March. Everything was rosy. rosy um, yes. So I stopped watching it cause I was just like, Oh, I'm not into this. I didn't get the feels from it cause it didn't feel that it great. It didn't have emotional continuity is what we decided. Episode to episode was sort of its own little standalone historical TV show. Lesson. Lesson. Yeah. yeah. But I watched two in a row last night okay. and I watched the episode where Prince Philip is obsessed with the Apollo 11 landing on the moon mm-hmm. and his, Did you know, go to LA no, no, okay. no, no, no. This is just where he is self-reflecting that um, he's an adventure. He was a pilot. Then mm-hmm. he married a woman who would then become queen. So his life had to be put on the back burner and how exciting it was what these oh, guys got yes, to do to yes, go to the moon. Yes. And then he finally gets time with the three different astronauts when they come through their worldwide right. travel and they're sick and they have a cold. And he's just so curious about the experience experience and how big it was and how grand it was and these are you know guys in their what late 20s and um early 30s and mm-hmm. they're just like well we just we were exhausted we pushed buttons we were always you know we were yeah. super tired we were always doing things doing things and he kept wanting more out of it right and then it was a stark difference between an, an older British man and, and a and yet, young American guy. I mean, it was a real it was a re, it was so interesting. Yeah. So just to look at his perspective, because he's like, you guys get to do what you want to do and you get to pursue these. You went to the moon, you know, it was yeah. the greatest thing in the world. And yet they didn't have the fulfillment that he wanted them to have right. and project on him. I thought it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, he was so good in that. And I haven't liked Tobias Mendez in this role as Prince Philip in the crown season three. Yeah. He was amazing. I yeah. Because that was it kind really... of, you know, gives you the insight into Prince Philip because, you know, had there still been, you know, like, you know, his father had to leave Greece in disgrace. Right. And so he was smuggled out in an orange crate you know, on a ship, they left the, you know, the Royal Greek family was, you know, get out of here, get out of here. And then he was in the Navy and he did expect to kind of have a dashing life. And yeah, it just sort of shows like what he had to put behind to be the man behind behind the queen queen because he was an upfront person. But how how he got around that is that he just you know he had mistresses for quite a long time right but and he even talked about that yeah. that i've been doing all these things that aren't fulfilling right and then they get the new um priest 
I don't know if he's a priest. I don't know what you would the bishop. The bishop mm-hmm. and how he was starting to do these reflection yes. and mindfulness back in the late 60s. Yeah. It was well, fascinating he, he, for burned out, you know, yeah, bishops he, had the, and he had the diamond money. Yeah. It was that was fast. I just yeah. thought it was really reflective and I thought, all right, I didn't give it enough. Yeah. Because I thought he was so good in that well, role. Have you been to the one where Margaret goes to her that island? That was already at the beginning. Okay, that yeah, was yeah. No, and then I watched the one where, you know, um the favorite uncle dies. You know oh, Mountbatten. Mm-hmm. It's. I just thought. Mm-hmm. All right. I didn't give it a chance. So if yeah. you didn't do because the crown three year, yet, Julia, there was so much going on, and you maybe haven't watched it yet. Yeah, you were not in the mood for it because no. there was a lot of things going on. You could go and out. You, yeah, it was like me not watching like Love Island last year. Nobody okay. had time for that, and I have time for it this year. I peaked at it last night. <laughs> oh. It was so disappointing because. The Everyone's visiting different places, and I'm like, I that just, just happened. They they just course. introduced five new guys and five new girls. They're, that's how you're keeping everybody on their toes. So they rotate people in. Yes, yes. And send and them to other parties. Send people out. They try and break up because remember, these people have only been together like twelve days. They're in love, though, Lori. They're well, in love. <laughs> Don't yeah, it can happen like that. But love at first I, sight. I just, I don't know. I really, I, I was really so don't. disappointed because last night I'm like, all right, I'm going to peek so I can talk to Lori about this tomorrow. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, ah, oh, now I have to meet all these new people. Yeah, well, that's all right. Just look and see the who one you Barbie like. without the chin and the big lips. Oh, she's something. I mean, isn't she? I want her to eat so bad. I, but her boobs McKenzie. are bigger than her head. Yes, they are. I, I, I'm looking at it from purely a sociological. <laughs> Standpoint of what people can inject at such a young age. Wow. Yeah, those are really huge boobs for she's and a uh he might be a size what minus you call zero. bits on a stick. Yeah. Is what she looks like. Oh because my because she's so teeny tiny. And between her lips and her boobs, I've never I I peaked for yeah. that. And it's like, whoa. No, and I told Casey, I said, You gotta check out all the new hot new people coming into the two villas. He's like Mackenzie oh. is the person. Yes. Yeah, Mackenzie. Oh my gosh, she's got something going on that I've never seen before. I mean that. Because we've seen the boobs before, but not the boobs and the lips. In such, what is she? Twenty two. She's twenty four. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! Mm-hmm. I, my couple is Johnny and Celie. I'm all. Those in are the on ones you two. like. All right, now that I'm they're have so to... they're so cute together. But I mean, <laughs> you're gonna have to find your favorite couple, Julia. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna commit to that much. I did peek at it. Yeah. I just just. To keep updated. Yeah, good. I'm mm-hmm. glad. Well, it's on every night. So yeah, it's not I see like that. you got to be faithfully watching it. But I have to say, I do get a kick out of it. I know you do. Yeah, for whatever I reason. I know you do. Okay, so uh, the other person who's kind of been everywhere uh, promoting her uh, television documentary is um, Paris Hilton. And, I mean, she's talking with E! And she had a really great profile with uh, CBS Sunday Morning. Mm-hmm. They interviewed her at her parents' house in Beverly Hills. And she, I I'm really am looking forward to watching this documentary about her because I do think that when people have whatever kind of abuse happened to you, there's so much shame around it and people don't talk about it. Right. And it does color and in... Influence. Every, and yes. influence everything that decisions that you make and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, Paris is like 39. She's the world's highest paid female DJ. I was at Walgreens today and they had a whole line of her Paris Hilton fragrances. I mean, you know, she really has. Uh, she's, like worth, she's like worth like $300 million. Yeah. It's kind of. 
It's kind of cool. It's kind of amazing. But she's coming. um, This documentary, she's talking about stuff she's never talked about. So just here's a little bit. Amy Robach from GNAME. In a new documentary, This is Paris, the reality star describing a dark chapter of her life many didn't know about until now. Something happened in my childhood that I've never talked about with anyone. I still have nightmares about it. Paris detailing her rebellious years in the 90s as a teen in New York, sneaking out to clubs, skipping school, making headlines. Then Hilton claims in the dark of night, she was whisked away to Utah Provo Canyon School, a boarding school for troubled teens, which now describes itself as an intensive psychiatric youth residential treatment center. Here we are at Paris' school. She alleges she was physically and emotionally abused there. Claiming in the documentary the school would punish people by putting them in isolation and would make people take their clothes off and go in there like for 20 hours. Hilton saying, I felt like I was going crazy. Someone was in the other room that was like in a straitjacket. I was just freezing. I was starving. I was alone. I was scared. And she told um, the gal from CBS Sunday Morning, she they said... They like try to break kids there. Yes, that's kind yeah. of what they're doing. Yeah. And she said, I just decided... I wasn't going to tell my parents because then they might not believe me. They might send me back. I just, I think she just told her sister. She just didn't ever want to think about it again because it, it was so traumatic. And she just thought, what is the point of telling my parents? Then what if I get involved? What if I have, she just wanted it to be over with because she was there like a year and a half or something. And if you remember in the filthy rich, the Epstein document, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, there's somebody in there says that that was when Paris Hilton was like 15 and she was leaving her parents, the, the, the Waldorf Astoria, going out to nightclubs that Ghislaine was trying to get an introduction to Paris Hilton because she, she was wanted perfect. to recruit her. Yeah, for Jeffrey oh, Epstein. Really? Mm. I, for, I forgot about that. That, that, that. was, that yeah. was in there. So I don't know if there's another audio. Yes. One more. Okay. She's not the only former student with this type of allegation. My life there was a nightmare for two years. Lee Goldman, who attended from 2002 to 2004 after the school was under new ownership, says she too was taken there unexpectedly and alleges she also experienced forced isolation. I would sit at a desk for almost two months straight. I didn't go to school. I was not allowed to talk to any of my peers or staff. And I would sit at this desk, I would eat all of my meals there and I would just read school books for the entire day. Jen Robeson, who attended from 2003 to 2005, claims students were controlled and degraded. If you improperly fold socks, you receive infractions, which lead to further punishments. The school telling ABC News in a statement that it was sold in August 2000, and it cannot comment on the operations or patient experience prior to this time, noting they do not condone or promote any form of abuse. Well, of course, they have yes, they have to say course, that, but a but good thing it's not those imagine? owners. So now all these people are kind of coming forward. And I think, Holly, you had said that there's like quite a few of those schools, like for some reason in Utah. Yeah, you know, the local newspaper in Salt Lake City just did a big article on all of these schools maybe about a week ago. Just it's cr- a corporal punishment type yes. of thing. Right. Uh, the philosophy, like break your kids. Right. They're naughty, they're naughty, they won't listen to you, we'll, we'll break them in for you. 
basically. When, once you've tried everything so and exhausted anyway, all your options. Yeah, that seems to I'd be... I'd rather go to Outward Bound Yeah, be in the wilderness. Right. If, if you can. Anyway, so that that is... This is Paris Ayers on YouTube on uh, September 14th. All right, we'll be right back. Oh, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Boy, we'd never hear anything more about her divorce nope. or Brandon. It's all... Okay. And she did the summer show. She had the longest running show this summer. Yeah. Of the talk shows. Yeah. Maybe she, maybe Kelly in the talk. Because she did not take like a month off like some of these other people. She just kept singing after she went from Montana. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To the backyard of Bel Air. You know? Something to do. Something, Something to, do. to do. And uh, I just taped it every day to watch the Kelly Oki and it's on hiatus this week joey before she's finally taking a week off it, she is yeah yeah sometimes people do you know i would be taking this week off let's be real i would not be here if it was a regular year julia yeah i, I know be, you wouldn't i would be somewhere something. somewhere fabulous yeah maybe maybe today would have been the day i went to ischia where's that the, and uh, the the island that uh, the, all the italians go to oh there uh, then you could speak the Americans and Europeans go to Capri, and the Italians go to Ischia. It's the same air, you mm-hmm. know, same seas. Are this is the it's, beach rock? Yes, there it's too? rocky. This is just the worst. This is the worst. Yeah, but that's why they have the beach clubs, right? And where you they lay in the chairs, right. and they've got. Do they decks. have good sand at the beach clubs? Even uh, they, uh, not, no. not really. No, no, it's rocks. It's rocks. I, I, it's I that that way in the Italy. first time I saw it. It's you know, South of France and, and I'm like, oh, France. this is so mm-hmm. disappointing. If you want like sandy beaches, you have to go to like Spain and then even some, you know, Ibiza is rocky, but you can find sandy beaches yeah. and Hawaii, yeah. the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All that kind of Mexico. stuff. Mexico. But it is like, it is the, like, I think we talked about that the first time you go oh, couldn't believe to the it. south of France and you're like, what are all these little pebbles? Oh, What's crap. going on here? Crap, okay. I didn't even forget to tell. I couldn't yeah. love the CW anymore, Julia. Once again, the CW, guess what? They're going to give all their employees election day off. So is Target. Yeah, so are, but so I love companies. when companies yeah. do this. And they're doing a election campaign called CW Vote Actually. Okay. It's oh, it's cute. like love actually, mm-hmm. vote actually. That's very cute. I know. I just I love that CW. I know you do. Who owns the CW? Uh, that would be Warner Media. So. It is Warner yeah. Media. Okay. Anyway, it isn't me. No, I know. <laughs> I'm, I just looked at the things I own today. Yeah. That is not on the list, but I do own a brand new furnace and air conditioner. Ooh. Well, that's not mm-hmm. exciting. Can't wait to go home and see them. Yeah, I mean that's a real that was a real thing but to buy. I'm telling you. So I um, things were leaking, mm-hmm. and I've just avoided it and avoided it mm-hmm. and avoided it, mm-hmm. and just thought, oh, that's probably should be dealt with. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, and. And Oops. the super glue gave way. Right. right? <laughs> and then you had to buy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I want to just give a shout out for Dean's um, furnace and air. My goodness. 
They came out last night. I have a new thing today. Just Good. like that. I mean, they're so wonderful. Donna talks about them on our station. They're great. Yeah. I just felt so taken care of. It was wonderful. Right. And I didn't have to stress. And I'm like, it's cold. I need a furnace. Right. You know, this week is so cold. Oh. Because I was planning on just put it off, put it off. But then it got so cold. I'm like, uh, Holly, I don't know if you, you noticed. You want to feel safe. Um, it was in Lovecraft County. Country. County or country? Country. Yes, country. In last week's episode when they were down in the basement and they were all the shenanigans, did you notice the furnace? Oh, yeah. The octagon, the octopus the furnace. The thing with it had eight things. I lived what? in a house in Bryn Mawr that had an octopus furnace. And, and you could open the door you, and you could see the fire burning. Yes. yes. Oh. That's where we would put, we'd go and smoke down there. Yes. Going up and stealing Liz Orm's mom's Parliament cigarettes because she'd leave like half the cigarette. Yeah, we're very very young. Yeah, and we go, puff. you know, and we don't inhale, but we just go down the puff, and then you throw it out in the furnace. Throw it in the furnace, oh. but we'd be by the furnace, you couldn't smell the smoke. Would right. you use the furnace to light the cigarette? No, oh, gosh, no, 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 they their no, 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 no. No, to think Freddy Krueger no we use those old Zappo lighters that smelt so good. Zippo, you, Zippo, and you'd flip flip the silver top up, and you yeah. Mm-hmm. They, those smelled so good. Yeah, that's what my, my, dad my stepfather used to always had that. Oh, and my the mom, good lighters. My mom has had a couple of experiences after her husband died where she could smell, smell. and hear the Zippo, the click, the menthol. Like she's one it's time she came back from you know going out to his gravesite. Yeah, she's had a few a few encounters and and it's never scared her and she always knew like as soon as she she will wake up to that right smell because it is oh, a distinctive it's a distinctive smell that lighter and then of course a menthol cigarette which is what her husband yes. smoked. Cools. Cools. Cool menthol. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very very military. <laughs> very. <laughs> My dad was a menthol, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that is. But although the cigarettes that still last in infamy that dad got at in Montana that I had three cartons of when my dad passed away. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Pell-Mell oranges yeah. that he They're liked? They're orange Pell-Mells. Yeah, orange Pell-Mell. They're orange. You, I don't think they make these. But I had all the cartons. I don't know why I kept them. I don't smoke cigarettes, but right. I know people who smoke and drink. Yeah. Yeah. And so I have them around. And so it was so funny, Holly, about two weekends ago, my dad, I got so many people, a friend, she's smoking dad's cigarettes because she got a pack of them. I keep them in my freezer at home in case anyone else wants a pack. My mom <laughs> needed a pack. I know another friend that weekend needed a pack. And it's like, yeah. daddy was with us. Yeah. He's still got those cigarettes going. Yeah. The orange pound mills. I know. You can still buy them. Yeah. Are they still? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just so funny. That's yeah. funny. One of the things you can still, still get. You know who has the biggest moms right now for dirt cheap? Walmart. The biggest what? Moms. Oh, plants. Moms. I never, I saw the most gargantuan mom in a pot for $20 today oh at Walmart in Stillwater. I was out there at the dentist. Yeah. And I just cruised through there because I always want to see what's. You know, on clearance. Yeah, right. And oh my gosh, it was it was the biggest mom I've seen. Well, some people are are putting out their fall decor. Well, it is the time because isn't aren't we supposed to cover up our plants tonight? Isn't going to freeze? If you have anything that you if 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 it's close to your house, Julia, you're you should be good. You think so? If it's close to your house, you can move it next to your actual house. You know, take it off your porch or 
That's that's it. But if it's, you know, if it's... What is with this world? I don't know, but it's just one night. And yeah. Okay. It's just to save if you'd like to have... I'd like another three weeks out of this one. I'd go for a month. All right, I'd like I'd a month. go for a month. So then just cover it up. And okay. you can always use like a light tea towel... Just if you're worried about anything, here or just put a big sheet. I just over put a big sheet thing. over it, everything, and it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. We're it'll, back in the seventies next week. Yeah, that right. sounds just so warm, doesn't it? Not really. Not really. <laughs> All right, kids, we'll be back. Yes, we will. Thanks for hanging out with us, Lori and Julia. It's My Talk 107.1, Everything Entertainment. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Some people celebrate the holidays, but you, you dominate the holidays. You deck the halls, the mantle, and anything else that will stand still. You deserve a bold cold brew that's as festive as you. Topped with creamy cookie butter cold foam, covered in cookie butter crumbles, and perfectly pairable with our new cookie butter donut, Dunkin's Cookie Butter Cold Brew is a delicious match for your decked out domination. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary, limited time offer, terms apply.